Hello lovely world hearts, it's Lisa here. Today I've got something a little bit different for you. You're going to be listening to a recording of my YouTube video. So it's just the audio of me talking about how to protect your energetic boundaries as a highly sensitive person, an empath, a wild heart, HSP, whatever you like to call yourself. I like to call myself Lisa. Right, enough of the dad jokes. I want you also to know that if you'd rather go over to YouTube and watch it, that you can find my YouTube channel under Lisa Parks Wildheart. That's Lisa, L-I-S-A, Parks, P-A-R-K-E-S, Wildheart, W-I-L-D-H-E-A-R-T. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, stay wild, choose love, so much love to you. Hello everyone, it's Lisa here, how are you doing? I've been asked by a client about energetic boundaries and cord cutting. So um, I've made some notes in my book here, so I'm going to be looking at those. And I thought about how I could best explain this to you, because if you're watching this and you're a wild heart, which means you're a highly sensitive person, I think you're going to find this particularly useful around the stress of Christmas, but also just as an everyday act of self-love and self-care. So before I, before I came on camera, I pulled a card. I shuffled my cards and pulled a card and the card that came up is this one, which is codependency, the key to freedom. There's the key, unlocking. And so when we don't take care of our energy, we're not aware of our energy, then we easily get locked into other people's and then we get tangled up in all their stuff and we lose ourselves. And I think as empaths and as highly sensitive people, we very easily get lost in relationship and we can feel invisible and unseen. But I thought what was really interesting was on the bottom of the deck, so the energy that wants to come through is joy. So actually, because being in this state, being tied to someone else, energetically and I'm going to talk about what that means in a minute is really tiring and it zaps you of your joy it actually zaps you of your joy so there the, that's that's the intention for this video those two cards there so let's pop those there to remind us of our intentions for this video so I don't I don't know how much of you guys know about energy but I'll start from the beginning. So we're all energy, we're all made of energy. So I'm made of energy, you're made of energy, and our thoughts and feelings are made of energy. And we give off an energetic vibration. And we tend to attract people, <laughs> well, well, the rule of thumb is we attract people who are energetically a vibrational match for us. And I find as empaths, you will attract people that are emotionally cut off from themselves. So also I want to say that the object, so this water, this container for my water, this phone, that beam is also made of energy, but it's vibrating at a much slower um, rate. So that makes it denser and it makes it more solid. So when we talk about raising our vibration, we want to put ourselves in a state whereby we our energy is 
is high and therefore we can connect into to other realms. And a lot of us do. That's another card that was on the bottom of the deck. Magic and higher realms, isn't that interesting? And many of us have those gifts. We, ha we have clairaudience, so we might hear songs or hear a voice in our head. Clairvoyance, so we might see images in our minds. So last week I was doing a reading for a lady and I saw a teddy bear on a wall. And that turned out to be something that she still had left over from her childhood. So when I'm coaching people, I can also see like spirit spirit might come in and bring me to an old memory which is relevant to the client in front of me so we have clairaudience clairvoyance clairsentience so it's a sense of knowing claircognizance which is a knowing i think they're the main ones clairaudience clairvoyance clairsentience claircognizance there's one for scent smells Sometimes I can smell people smoking and there's no one smoking around me. Sometimes I can smell perfumes. I'm in my flat, you know, I'm not, I can't, I don't know where they're coming from. But spirit comes, and it, they're not just our ancestors that have passed on, it's, it's spirits coming in to give us messages. So lots of us have these gifts, but we don't know how to manage them. And we probably had them from since we were children, but they were shut down because... We didn't know what they were and no one else really understood them. Um, and, and, and our energetic field, so the energy that we radiate around us is called our aura. And you can have your aura photographed. So I can remember right back in the early days when I was first, when I had my dark night of the soul and I was new to all of this healing. I went to one of those mind, body, soul exhibitions and I had my photograph taken and my aura was very green. So green is the energy of the teacher and it comes from the heart space. And there was this tiny, tiny little turquoise light on my crown chakra. So um, turquoise is the communicator, the writer, and it was tiny, tiny in here. But there was a lot of black energy around me. And the person who was reading my aura said, it's a lot of trauma and there's a lot of negative energy around you. When I went back and had my aura photographed some years later, you could really see the green in my aura and where the black was, there was a lot of indigo. So if those of you that know about indigo, crystal and rainbow children, um, they're different rays of energy. You can read about them online. I'm not gonna get into that on here because that's getting too much into the detail and I wanna get to the point about how to take care of your energy. But just to give you some background, so my green so my heart became more open because as you heal your heart opens up and so you could see the green the turquoise was a lot stronger and then there was a lot of indigo around me i have always thought that i was an indigo uh that's that's what you call a wild heart you know you you have this softness inside but you're also feisty you're here to help create change you don't settle you question things read 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 up about it so if you don't so if you don't learn how to protect your energy it's like you don't have a skin or you have very thin skin so imagine if you were a banana without a skin then people are going to squish you and squash on you and flatten your energy i often find as a survivor of childhood emotional and physical abuse that um 
it's taken me a long time to learn how to work with my energetic boundaries. So it's where the gifts are, but then it can also be what hurts you most if you don't learn how to protect ground and cleanse your energy. When you are abused as a child, <clears throat> you don't have any boundaries. You grow up without any boundaries because you're not allowed to say no, are you? You're not allowed to say no to narcissistic parents. And what you then become is a sponge. So what you do is you absorb other people's feelings that they are unaware of or don't want to look at. You take them all on. When you are abused as a child, you become a container for all of your parents' unhealed trauma, for all of the pain, shame, guilt, blame that they, they're disowning. They just project it all onto you. So you effectively become like a, an emotional dustbin. So when you first bring yourself to healing, you're full of other people's stuff. And it's part of that codependency is working out, well, what's yours and what's mine? I don't know, because they're all mixed up together. So without energetic boundaries, without being able to separate yourself out and be independent, you don't know what's mine and what's yours. And also, I just want to say on that note, because we didn't have parents who project, protected us and subjected us to abuse whether that was emotional physical or sexual abuse um we then weren't role modeled how to protect ourselves so we had no skin we had no we had no protection around us and also you become really good in that situation at reading other people's micro expressions you know their little frowns or if they do an extra loud sigh, you become really good at reading their mood, anticipating their emotional needs. And that is how you get caught up in that. That's how you get caught locked up in here. So we're going to talk today about taking full responsibility for our energy and, and unlocking ourselves from this dynamic so that we can release the joy and happiness. Just in time for Christmas. It's not going to happen that quickly, sorry. It's going to take a bit longer than that. So, first of all, let's talk about what an energetic boundary is. It is like having a skin. It is like having a protection around you. A boundary is like, a boundary on a house is where this house finishes and this new house starts. There's normally a fence there, isn't there? And that's called a boundary. An energetic boundary is where the where you end and the other person begins emotionally and energetically. So where your aura ends and their aura starts, where your feelings end and your the other person's feelings start. And as I say, if you're a codependent or an empath or a wild heart, a highly sensitive person, you are like a sponge and you've been groomed from childhood to absorb other people's pain. So I feel like the pain I absorb the most is 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 shame, anger, guilt, sadness. It's normally emotional pain, but emotional pain ends up manifesting in the physical body anyway. And fear. Don't feed the fear. Like if there's a lot of fear around you, you can pick it up when you walk in a room. And you may just absorb that to stop to protect other people from it. It's not even a conscious thing, and that's why we want to become conscious of it today so that we can heal it. But I can remember when I was coaching children, and I've told this story before on my podcast, but after I'd finished one session with one child, 
as I said goodbye to them, I started to get this really bad pain in my neck. And I thought, oh my God, if I sat awkwardly, like did a bit of a, did a bit of a stretch, cleared the energy in the room. So if you're a practitioner watching this, you know that you clear your energy and you clear the energy in the room because the next client coming in is going to bring their own energy into the room. And you need to keep yourself free of that. And it's likely that you'll absorb some of that in the session because you're helping the client transmute it and release it. So I went downstairs to let the next client in because the door rang and my this little boy was standing on the doorstep with his head in a neck brace and he'd hurt his neck and I was like oh yeah and also I noticed this year and last year when I was doing group sessions on inner child work and when I was doing my 30-day journaling experience that I could feel people's tummy aches. I was like who's really nervous in here today who's got tummy ache or who's got diarrhea I had diarrhea for two days and like, so <laughs> that sounds bonkers, doesn't it? But like energetically, you're picking up other people's fear. Like that's how sensitive you are to other people. You've got a lot of empathy, which is part of that gift of being able to read energy, work with energy, connecting to spirit, connecting to other realms, but also it's learning how to, to manage that. I also pick up in sessions with clients what they cannot express so it's stuff that they're holding inside of them but they can't identify it name it label it and so I might help them and say something like oh I'm getting I feel really angry about that do you they're just like completely cut off from their anger so you're modeling it to them you know sometimes when we've had so much trauma from childhood we know there's a particular way we should respond to an event. Like it's meant to evoke an emotional response in us. Like let's say we, I can remember when I first wrote my book and my friends were like saying, let's celebrate, let's go out and have cake and tea. And I was a bit like, oh yeah, I was excited, but I felt like I should have been more excited about it, but I couldn't summon up that joy and excitement inside of me like somehow it didn't feel safe to celebrate myself if you had a parent who needed to be the center of the universe all the time or who was jealous of you or who competed with you then celebrating yourself is going to feel like a threat to this this connection like i'm not feeling like celebrating you therefore you shouldn't that's not appropriate, that's that's a threat to me, that's making me feel uncomfortable, you know? I'm saying stuff in here that I haven't planned to say, but I'm going with the intention that I'm saying it because whoever's watching this needs to hear this today. So if I'm saying something and it resonates with you, maybe you could drop a tree, a little tree emoji in the comments below. Or is there a bumblebee emoji? I don't know if there is, there's definitely there's definitely a sunflower, isn't there? There's definitely a yellow flower emoji, I'm sure of, if it's resonating with you and it's helpful. So yes, when you grow up with a parent who breaks your boundaries, your energetic boundaries have got holes in them. Like I'm seeing like Swiss cheese, like things get into them where they shouldn't do, where you should be protected. And I find that what we tend to do as highly sensitive empaths, wild hearts, psychics, intuitives, whatever you want to call it. I find that when you haven't been protected from it, what you do is you armour up. So you get into a situation where you're completely emotionally overwhelmed. Say you've got a boss who's really angry and starts shouting at you. 
or say you've got a kid that's having a meltdown and instead of being able to stay present and remove yourself from the situation or ask them to stop or whatever's going on, you go into a complete shutdown. You, you totally freeze to uh, protect yourself because you don't feel safe. So yeah, that that's kind of the basics of energy. And so in my book, Stuck Between Two Worlds, I talk about sensitive people. I don't talk about them being like sponges. I talk about them being like Velcro, where it feels like you walk through the world and everything sticks to you. So it's like you are an emotional dustbin for everything that people don't want to deal with. Don't know why I'm laughing. It's bloody, it feels heavy. When I'm carrying other people's emotional stuff, I feel like I've put on weight. I feel like bloated and heavy and full inside and not full of me, full of other people's stuff. And obviously the goal is to be full of you, of your energy, of your aura, of your aura. And I think if you're shut down, if your aura is shut down, if your energy is shut down and you're, you're in a freeze response, that's a trauma response. So we have fight, flight, freeze or fawn. Fawn is when you start numbing out from your feelings and you... You're trying to keep yourself safe. Like shutdown is 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 like you've gone into survival mode and you're conserving all your energy because you think that there isn't going to be, you know, any more air in the room for you to breathe. You feel like you're dying. You're in a life-death situation. And I think energetically, I don't know this about auras, but in intuitively I feel like my aura was black originally, not because I had loads of vampiric people like energetic people feeding off me and I was around a lot of energetic bad energy but I'd lived in a house where there was a lot of secrets and abuse but also I was very frozen I tended to I talked about this on my podcast actually on the latest episode of my podcast so if you listen to the world heart diaries I'll drop a link in for you below I talk about dealing with the overwhelming stress of Christmas as a child I would I would go into a fawn response so I'd placate and put a mask on and be all happy and whatever the other person wanted me to be but inside I'd shut myself down and put my little self in a box somewhere down here so they couldn't get it that's how I survived it otherwise there wouldn't be a me there would just be masks of what other people wanted me to be and I think there are people walking around the earth like that who are just masks who don't have a person who don't have a me left which is very sad that they are normally very toxic people and they're not very nice to be around because you know if there's no me there's no conscience there's no um sense of self they're just completely in survival so wanting to they're wanting to extract with it drain you of your energy to keep them alive So there's two things that we can do to take care of our energy. I think there's two parts to this. The first part is self-care. So learning how to protect, cleanse and ground your energy. I have an emotional first aid kit for that, but in the rest of this video, I'm going to talk a little bit more about how you can do that. Maybe we can link it into the Christmas period if that's helpful to you. And the second part is getting back in touch with your feelings and making sure that your emotion, you're able to regulate your own emotions and you're able to recognise when your nervous system has been triggered, has been activated and you've gone into one of those fight, flight, freeze or fawn responses. So 
they're the two parts. Now, I have this emotional first aid kit, but I also have an emotional first aid session. And as part of the session, you get the kit and I'll walk through the kit with you and I'll help you tailor it to your specific needs. So, you know, depending on what, what your response is, because there's a different way to respond to a freeze response as there is to a fight, flight and fawn. Um, yes, so let's talk about some tips or some things that will help you with your energy hygiene over the Christmas period or, 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 or any time. Like I'm just choosing Christmas because it's here and it's stressful for lots of us because there's so much pressure and expectation for it to be a certain way. So the first um, thing that I would recommend is calling your energy back to you. I've got a different card deck here, so I'm going to pull some cards as I go through these points and see if the cards can help me tell you the things that you need to know. That's how I connect with your energy, is through pulling cards. Or the energy of the collective, like what the collective needs to know. And then you help me by writing in the comments below and showing me that what I'm saying is resonating with you and that I am tuned into your energy. And if it doesn't, then it's not meant for you. And that's how it kind of works. So calling back our energy to us. Oh, that one's just fallen on the floor. Let me just grab that. Oh, yeah, look. It's that again. Look. It's the same. It's like two people stuck together. And they're bound by all this. It's a cage. It feels like a cage. When you are when you feel like a slave to other people, when you don't own your own energy and you feel hooked, linked into theirs all the time. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? What do you see when you look at that card? I just feel like that is survival mode. Like they're really hunkering down, those two people, and they're just clinging on to each other for dear life trapped in a cage and this is talking about your key to freedom the door to the cage is actually open now it wasn't when you were a kid but it is now so you can free yourself so you literally just call your energy back to you so as a practice before you go to sleep at night put your hand on your heart take three deep breaths in and say out loud i call my energy back to me like wherever my energy's been today wherever 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 i've put my energy bring it I collect it, bring it all back to me. See yourself scooping it all up, gathering it all back into your body. Do you think you can do that? It's easy, isn't it? It's just remembering to do it. It's like remembering to brush your teeth every day. That's why I'm calling it energy hygiene. Because it does feel like it's um, a way of taking care of yourself, of your, your energetic and your emotional self, really. So the second one is... We need to start getting comfortable and acknowledge that not everybody is entitled to access your energy, okay? So when I used to work with kids, there's a really good book which is called Have You Filled Your Bucket Today? And it was about bucket dippers and bucket fillers. <laughs> so things that fill your bucket of energy up are things like walking in nature and having a nice relaxing bath and reading a story and... Um, Maybe doing something creative, like think of the things that, that fill you up, that, that we would say as adults, fill your cup up. We talk about giving from an empty cup, don't we? So they're your bucket fillers. Bucket dippers can be situations or people or things that are dipping in and taking from your energy. 
So when you have a narcissistic parent, a narcissistic parent will always feel entitled to own you. Like there's no boundary between you and them. So you become like an extra hand or an extra arm. And so then you need to function in line with where they are. You just completely lose connection with yourself. And they'll be constantly bucket dipping all day long and just vomiting all their unhealed trauma all over you constantly. So you, you may have a lot of that inside of you. You've internalised it, but it doesn't mean that's who you are. That's why you start healing. So you can unpack that and go, that is not mine. That doesn't belong to me. That belongs to the other person. And oh, that's mine. Oh, that's who I am. Oh, that's how I really feel. Let's pull a card on not everyone can have access to your energy. So we so we put boundaries around our energy and we protect our energy um, with guided visualisation. So in my book, Stuck Between Two Worlds, is a book I wrote for kids, but I teach kids about their protective power suit. So I there's a whole chapter on a protective power suit and I used to teach them to zip up. So imagine you're climbing into a onesie or a baby grow and you zip up from your navel, you zip up your energy, like see your energy closing up into an egg, lock it, put the key in your pocket. So you're not locked into this kind of dysfunction. You're locked into your own energy and your energy is contained, but it also means that other people's stuff can't get in. So that is how we protect our energy. Other ways that people like to protect their energy is with a bubble or with a rainbow, or you can put white light around you or pink light around you. You can ask the angels for extra protection. You can ask Archangel Mike, Archangel Michael, send in Big Mike. He will protect you if you're in a situation where you feel like you're in danger. Or if you're around someone that's just losing their shit every five minutes. Like all those drama queens at Christmas time. Just ask Archangel Michael to take care of But you have to ask for help. You have to say it out loud. You have to say what you want. You can't just expect it to happen. So two cards that I've pulled here. Not everyone can have access to your energy. Oh God, look at that. It's a card of duality. Look. Because I think what happens is when people have access to your energy, you're focused on, you can't see yourself, but you're focused on what they're doing all the time. You're trying to control them effectively, but you can't because you're not in control of them. But your energy, you can't see yourself. There is a no you. And the other card that came with that is beauty. Yeah, beauty. See yourself. See your beautiful energy and your beautiful spirit. Don't let it all be tied up with this other person. Isn't that amazing? How, look, look, look. Isn't that amazing how the cards are so... Um, they're all coming out with the same message, like the, t the tangling of the two. The two parts. There's something else about beauty. Beauty is about really being able to hold attention. Oh, and you know, for people that are invisible, even though they want to be seen, they find it really overwhelming being in the spotlight and that could put them in a freeze response as well. So protect your energy. If anyone feels like they're entitled to your time or your energy, they're not healthy people. No one's entitled to your time and your energy all the time. Nobody. You don't have to be available on your phone all the time. You get to say when, who, how much. That's a line from Pretty Woman, if anyone recognised that. Number three, don't react to stress and drama around you. Um, you know, other people's problems don't need to become your problems. 
I, I always think about this when people are late and then they expect you to do something about it because then being late then becomes your problem. Well, you, it's not my problem. You're late, so that's your problem. That often happens to me when I'm uh, when I'm holding groups and people turn up late and it's really inconvenient because it upsets the whole energy of the group. Like we've already set the group up and we've started and we've set boundaries and we've got our energy in a good place. Oh, sorry, I'm late. And then it's just like, okay, well, just settle yourself in. And, you know, it's just like they bring this big gust of lake energy, which is full of their stuff into a peaceful space. Um, so again, I what I tend to do is I tend to not react to that stress and drama. So I don't give my attention to that energy. I give my, I keep my energy in the group and with the teaching and I stay with myself. Otherwise that's really disruptive to everyone else because I'm holding space for people in the group. Let's just pull a card on reacting to stress and drama. Yeah, other people's problems are not your problems. You don't have to take on other people's problems. And actually, while we're on that, you, you just don't need to jump in all the um, chaos and drama. So examples, I've got some other examples here of energy leaks that I've written down, which are your bucket dippers. <laughs> Put me a bucket in the comments below if you're staying with me and what I'm saying is making sense. But uh, ways that we leak our energy, I think, are saying yes when we mean no. Letting other people's drama and stuff come in and derail our day or derail what we're doing. Like, hold that. Hold, hold those energetic boundaries. Don't let that in. You don't have to let it in. You're not a sponge, remember? One thing my therapist always says to me is don't be a, sp be a sponge, be a mirror. Um, another way that your energy leaks is by not resting, like not going to bed on time, just perpetually keeping yourself busy. Uh, your energy needs time to like, uh, you need time to come back into your body to ground your energy, to rest it so it can go again. Um, not taking your emotional needs into consideration. As I said, like this is this card, being focused on the other person all the time, not seeing yourself, just being focused on the other person all the time. Ignoring your own needs taking on other people's problems and wanting to fix and rescue them and feeling responsible for other people's happiness and joy. And that's why you haven't got any happiness and joy. That's why this card's coming because you're, you're too busy focusing on cheering up other people. So that, that feeds nicely into Christmas. When you spend Christmas with somebody and they're not enjoying it or something's gone wrong or it's not what they want, that's not your responsibility. Everyone in the room, if they're an adult, is responsible and children to a point. But, you know, children have meltdowns over Christmas. I'm talking about adults now. Everyone who comes to the Christmas event or the dinner or whatever is responsible for their own enjoyment. It isn't on another person to make it all perfect and make it all great for everyone. It isn't. It's everyone's own responsibility of, of how they enjoy or show up or turn up for the occasion. Let's just pull a card on this reacting to stress and drama. Can we have a card for reacting to stress and drama? <laughs> yeah, serenity was reversed. That's the card of peace. 
protect your peace at Christmas time, protect your energy. So grounding your energy is, is, is walking in nature. That definitely grounds your energy. Protecting your energy is, is visualising it in some kind of protective suit or bubble. And then cleaning your energy. Well, when you have a shower, you clean your energy. But if you visualise that all of that energy that you've got on you throughout the day is going down the plug hole, if you visualise it, then it's, it, it, it's more intentional that way. Like it is when you say, I call my energy back to me. And and the other way to clean your energy is when you've been outside, when you come home, like, do you have at-home a, a clothes, like comfy clothes? I do. Um, I'm not wearing them at the moment, but, you know, they'll probably be like joggers or pyjama bottoms and a different top. So my outside clothes, like your coat and everything, change out of your outside clothes. Just sweep your aura down. It's just the intention of it. Just sweep your aura down, right down to the bottom. Ask spirit to take that away and then um, change into another set of clothes. There's something here around getting caught up in chaos and drama around storytelling. Other people's BS is what I'm getting from that. Other people's fibs, other people's denial, other people's unwillingness to tell the truth to themselves and to others. Mm. Okay, so that is my um, little intro to energy hygiene. I hope you find it helpful. If you've got any questions, pop them down below and I will happily answer them. As I said, I've got an emotional first aid kit and an emotional first aid session to do those two really important parts, which are self-care and um, emotional regulation, taking care of your emotions. If you feel yourself getting dragged into other people's emotional storms, or you feel guilty when you have to say no to someone, um, or you feel like you can't do something without the other person, I don't know why that's coming in. I feel like I know lots of old couples who you, I'm thinking of people like from my childhood, like couples around me who couldn't do one thing without the other person. Like they didn't have any separate hobbies that everything they would do together. And they were lost without the other person. And that's not healthy relationship. Let's just pull one more card on what's going to help bring in the joy for us all this Christmas. Let's do that. Hang on, these cards are flipped up the wrong way. Actually, I've got my Dreaming Way Tarot for this. I'm going to use a different deck for this one. What's going to help us bring in some joy this Christmas? Let me know what brings you joy at Christmas time. What, if anything, do you like about the Christmas period? What brings you joy? Oh, yeah, look. It's the cross. Well... Um, obviously there's religious connotations here of, of baby Jesus being born at Christmas. So there's some element of rebirth. So maybe this is your opportunity to um, relinquish yourself from other people's energy so they're not feeding off you and taking back your power, calling your energy back to you. But also 
it is the card of sacrifice. In this connection, both people have to sacrifice their true selves. They have to sacrifice their true selves. They can't be themselves. You can't be yourself if you think you can only be happy when the other person's happy. You're tuned into what's going on for the other person and not yourself. You're being what the other person needs you to be. You're saying the right thing. You're doing the right thing. You're a people pleaser. People pleasers uh, come from parent pleasers. That's where they come from. So there's something about not sacrificing yourself, about finding yourself. Wow. Well, I really hope that was helpful for you today. And um, if you like this video, please give it a like and comment with a little emoji in the bottom to let me know that it's resonated with you. And if you'd like to see more videos like this, please subscribe to my channel and I'll be back to talk to you very soon. Bye for now. Bye.